Whether you like fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. You know the one with the turquoise tube all over your socials? Yeah, that's Thrive Cosmetics, and Thrive Cosmetics beauty products are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. Made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance and trademarked formulas, and uncompromising standards, it's easy to see why their bestsellers have thousands of five-star reviews. I love their Brilliant Eye Brightener. It's a highlight stick made to brighten and open your eyes, giving an instant lift, but also you can... You can apply it down the bridge of your nose or ever so slightly blending a line onto my cheekbone. It's really versatile and easy to blend. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash Lexi. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash L-E-X-I-E for 20% off your first order. If you're looking for a way to unwind and a fun new beverage, let me tell you about Recess Mood. It's made with real fruit, no added sugar, and infused with functional ingredients so it's not just a sparkling water. It has mood-lifting magnesium and stress-balancing adaptogens so you can relax without the alcohol or the hangover. My favorite flavor is the strawberry rose. Raspberry lemon's also really great. It's nice for when you're chilling on the couch, unwinding at home, treating yourself for a night in. I also don't mind taking them in the car with me. I love a little car roadie. And you deserve a healthier way to unwind. So head to takearecess.com slash Lexi and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Hello, hello, everyone. Before we get started, I want to take a couple deep breaths because I myself need them. So we're going to breathe in through the nose. Hold for three. Exhale. Ready? Breathe in. Breathe in. Last one. Held that one a little longer. What's been going on in my life? I decided to challenge myself this week to wake up at 7.55 every single day. To some of you that no, 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 not every single day, excuse me, Monday through Friday. And to some of you, that seems really reasonable. Some of you, that seems a little early. To me, it seemed a little early. I think 8.30 is a great time to wake up, and I was pretty comfortable there. So I vlogged every single day this week. I keep saying every single day. I just mean Monday through Friday. Trying to wake up at 7.55, and it's been interesting trying to form a new habit because you have to give yourself a reward <laughs> Maybe it's not you, I really, but I'm going to go on a limb and say a lot of people. I have to give myself some sort of reward for doing it. It's one of the few ways I can really motivate myself to make a change is to have some sort of gratification at the end of it. And I couldn't figure out what the reward was because a lot of these things that I was thinking of for rewards, I would give myself anyway, regardless, you know, like a coffee in the morning. It's like, well, is that going to do it for me? I'm still contemplating what it is. It's been a interesting situation let's back it up a little bit on why i'm even doing this in the first place 8 30 is a great time to wake up for sure and i was doing that for a year or two however with winter break and covid i wasn't fulfilling any obligations i was really on 
proper break and then when I was sick I just was sick so my sleeping schedule got all messed up and I was sleeping until 10 10 30 11 11 30 and I can't be doing that anymore there's no no need for that and I don't want that so I thought all right like let's go back to waking up early and then I wanted to challenge myself to wake up earlier than 8 30 so we picked 7 55 so on Monday, I signed up for a 9.30 bar class, and I was like, this will be great. You'll have to watch the vlogs to figure out how this all went down, but I'll give you a little spoiler. I didn't wake up at 7.55. I woke up at 8.30, and I still made it to the bar class on time, and I'm like, so this isn't going to work because I didn't technically need to wake up at 7.55 to get to this bar class on time. So we need to fix things. And then I had training the next two days and that was at 10.30. So definitely wasn't motivating me to wake up early either. Then on Thursday, I signed up for an 8.30 bar class because I knew I would have to wake up earlier to get there on time. And I think I ended up waking up at 7.20, 7.30. So a little evaluation. How did it change me? What were the benefits? You speed up. Waking up early does propel you to get more done at a faster rate. At least that was my personal experience. I was already up, I was showered, and I was feeling so good and energized and awake already that by the time I would normally be waking up, I was already mentally alert enough to start working. And then I ended up finishing my day at 3 p.m. And I was like, wow, this is incredible, which would be so good if I had plans but then I had no plants, so there became the downfall. I <laughs> didn't know what to do from 3 p.m. to 11 p.m. I was just left with this idle time. Typically, if I have like a lot of free time that I know that I'm not doing anything social, I'll reserve that time for doing some house chores, maybe a deep clean something that takes a little bit of time but is not exactly fun. But because I was so proud of myself for working early and efficiently, I didn't want to reward myself with deep cleaning the kitchen. It sounds awful. So I just like was scrambling for different ideas and then I just ended up watching TV and taking a nap. There are some flaws and kinks that need to be worked out. However, I did do some fun things this week. I've been trying to make an effort to add little glimmers of activities within the week to keep things exciting. One of them was to go to a museum, which I went to the Met yesterday, and it was really nice. I think a lot of us haven't had our proper dose of art. I really think that it's healing, and if you haven't been to a museum in a while, make an effort to try to go this week. Even if it's just for an hour, go, especially if you live near some of the greats in New York or in DC or Chicago or LA. But even if you're not, by all means, I mean, every, even like Warrington, Virginia has the Civil War Museum, like, like the old Warrington jail that you can go visit. There's just something about it that's so, <laughs> I don't know, grounding to be surrounded by history. I, I was starting off this point with saying art, but realistically, Seeing accomplishments or just existence that was here before you is a nice grounding experience because it makes everything seem like not that big of a deal. just makes any stress that I have feel like a little insignificant, which I do want to get into and talk about what we're going to do if we're stressed and how to avoid this, how to stop feeling so overwhelmed because we don't need to. 
But to be honest with you, as I'm recording this podcast, I'm so overwhelmed. I woke up with a horrible migraine. I seem to get a migraine every time I'm on my period. Y'all, I want to sit here today and give all the great advice and be here to let you know how good things can be. But to be honest with you, I'm PMSing to the max right now. I'm feeling grumpy, moody, a little pissed off, and I have a mild headache that was worse before, but it's only better simply because I took medicine. And it's just, I feel like whining, you know? I feel like a whiny baby. I just want to bitch and moan about everything. And I know that this is not who I am. I hardly ever feel like this, but then once a month, just like clockwork, I'll have a day where I'm so self-conscious. That's how, let's talk about PMS because I don't really talk about it too much to my girlfriends. I feel like we've all had our periods for so long that we've all kind of figured it out in our own little way. But ever since I started tracking my period, I noticed that I have patterns and it always starts with a body conscious day. Like out of nowhere, I will wake up and feel so bad about my body and be so ashamed of it and so uncomfortable and so self-conscious out of nowhere. And I can be doing all the right things. It feels like it comes out of thin air. I start feeling bad about myself and I start feeling worthless in other areas. It oozes into not just what I look like on the outside, but how my life is and how I spend my time and how I am with others. I start criticizing everything. And then it gets to the point where everyone around me friends, strangers, they start to bother me too. Everyone is annoying me and I'm the most annoying out of everyone. I'm annoying myself more than anyone else, but everyone else is still annoying me a lot. And then I'll have a little spike of energy where I feel like I can conquer the world. I'll wake up earlier than my alarm goes. I will do my best work in a workout class. Strength that comes out of borderline, once again, thin air, where I am just the Hulk when it comes to lifting weights. I can hold my plank for so much longer than I thought I could, and I am killing it. I come back, I take a shower, I do the full hair, makeup, my outfit is fire, I'm doing social plans, I'm vlogging, I'm working, all my emails are answered, like I am a machine. And then I'll wake up with a migraine, and I'll just be down for the count for half a day, just morning till 3 p.m. And that was today. Today was the migraine day. I woke up, couldn't stay awake, was in so much pain, made myself breakfast. I was like, just sit here. You don't need to start working yet. Just sit here. Just try to get yourself awake and alert. Oh No, I had to get right back into bed and I fell asleep for another three hours just to ease the pain. And then I made a little snack. My new thing is making jam. Have I talked about that on the pod before? I'm making jam. I buy blueberries and then I put them in a pan with water and I wait till the blueberries like start to explode (laughs) and like pop open. Very similar to when you put a tomato in the oven when you roast tomatoes. I don't need to talk about how I make jam, but I made jam today. (laughs) I also made um, the like sour patch grapes. Sometimes, like, cooking stuff like that has become a very meditative practice. Um, So I also, like, made some frozen grapes that are dipped in lime and, like, coated with sugar. So it's, like, sour patchy vibes. Thought that could be, like, a fun 
snack tonight we're like watching a movie because we're about to have a snowstorm in new york so i'm gonna be hanging out with my neighbors this weekend i'm gonna be snowed in anyway i really just wanted to ramble i know that i'm gonna look back on this episode and not be proud of it there's so many better episodes of the atlexi podcast but i'm just gonna give myself a pat on the back for showing up today because i had a um a... <laughs> i'm such a whiny bitch i can't even say it like i had a headache I didn't want to be here because I had a headache. Ugh. Oh, dear Jesus. Yesterday was one of my, like, power days. Honestly, so was Wednesday. Like, the high of the energy, that was Wednesday and Thursday. I was just it. I was going so hard, and I was so mentally clear. I don't know. It felt like I was seeing in high definition. It really felt like I was an A-plus human. And today... I feel like I'm running at a D, like a C minus D. I am capable of passing today, but not with flying colors. No, 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 no. But it is what it is, or is it not? Because sometimes I start wondering about that. These dates that I have that are just not ones for the book, not ones that I'm proud of. Because there's definitely days where I don't do anything, but I'm proud of it because I know that I need rest and my body deserves it and I have carved out the time to be intentional with my nothingness. That was not today. I do have things I need to do today and having a migraine just really put a wrench in that plan. If I could go through my life without ever getting a headache again, how much better would my life be? Before we get into your questions, I want to go over how you all are doing. In addition to asking for questions, I also asked, how are you doing and what are you thinking about? 45 of you good. Don't need to worry about y'all right now. You are doing well. You started a new job. You tried a new class. You've just gotten out of a breakup and are finally feeling yourself again. You have a new crush. You've fallen in love. You're doing the things that you've wanted to do and it feels right. One of you even said that you were inspired by my trapeze class and took an aerial hoop class. Congratulations on that. You seem to have the same response that I did about the trapeze class. It just gets you excited and puts you in a good mood because you did something that gets your adrenaline going because it's a new thing and it's a little bit risky. And then you just leave feeling so proud of yourself and then your body also just feels so good for doing something so strange and unfamiliar. And I'm very happy for you on that. Okay, next category, the bad. 135 of you. Bad overwhelmed, anxious, stressed, jealous, feeling so unmotivated, depressed, confused, lost, not good. And we'll fix this. We'll go over this. And then congratulations to the 24 of you that are just contemplating things very neutrally. Let's talk. Why are we overwhelmed? Why are we anxious? Why are we stressed? And I think One of the major causes for a lot of us is extra noise. You got to clear out all the extra noise and put yourself in a space physically and mentally that is clear for you to focus. So if you have a lot of work, it's, I mean, you probably just finished finals, but a lot of you are applying to grad school. You have to do stuff on your computer. Why don't you clean the desktop? And there are so many files that just do not need to exist on your computer You can file them away or you can just recycle them. Get your desktop clear. Get your calendar 
in order, digitally organize yourself. Same thing if you have clutter around your house, put your dirty clothes in the laundry bin or put your dirty laundry in the washing machine and then fold it and put it away. Make your bed, do all the normal cleaning stuff, do the dishes, put the dishes away. And then I'm sure there's something that's been in the back of your head, like a part of your home, whether it's a drawer or in our case, it was our little library that we have. We have stacks of books everywhere around our house, but this one area had a ton of stacks of books, but we had a mirror, but we had so many books that it was covering the mirror. And then one afternoon this week, took me not long, took me maybe 20 minutes. I reorganized everything, and now it's my favorite part of the house. And that's it. Not only am I not stressed, because it used to stress me out when I would look at it, it's beautiful to look at. I'm looking at it right now. She looks so stunning. I posted a photo of her on my Instagram story and I got five responses saying, this would go crazy on Pinterest. <laughs> and I felt so validated. I was like, yeah, it would. Yeah, my stacks of books are Pinterest worthy. So if anyone wants to put it on Pinterest, by all means, one day I'm going to hire someone to come in once a week and help me strategize on social media, help me brainstorm title ideas, uh, maybe get some photos on Pinterest, just, I need like a proper Gen Z to come in my life, because I'm on the cusp, I'm like right in between millennial and Gen Z, and a proper Gen Z to come in and give me the lowdown on how we can revamp and introduce my content either to existing platforms or platforms that I'm not really on. So yeah, if you guys are interested in that, you can always slide in my DMs. I I really, I don't need like a full-time assistant or anything, but I would love to have someone come in maybe once a week or twice a month. Who knows? I haven't given it too much thought. Um, that's a lie. I think about it all the time. <laughs> but I just haven't put out a proper application or anything like that. So if you're stressed about your library, and library is a very generous term. It's truly just stacks of books on top of a broken record player. But you know what? How chic is it that I'm talking about my library? Second thing, I ordered some clothes online and I've yet to fold them and hang them up in my closet or fold them in my drawers. So they're just in a pile on the chair in the living room and I'm staring at it right now and it's so ugly. And during the day, I just throw the pile of clothes onto my bed and then I work out here. And then when it's time to go to bed, I take the pile of clothes off the bed and I throw it back on the chair. And I've been doing this for three days now. Unacceptable need to clear the noise away. And then same thing with your to-do list. One of my favorite things to do when I'm feeling overwhelmed is to pull out a piece of paper and write it all down. Like every little thing that I need to do, no matter how big to how small. So it could be things like sending grad school application to put gas in your car, to clean that drawer, anything that is in the front or the back of your mind, things that have just been, you've been holding in the back of your mind, write it all down. And then what you're going to do is you're going to look at it and the things that are absolutely necessary, circle, circle them. That's what I did when I was writing down how you guys all felt. I circled overwhelmed, anxious, stressed, because those were the main themes. So I knew like bottom line in this episode, we need to talk about how many of you are feeling overwhelmed, stressed, and anxious. So you'll do that too. And then you can either A, look at the list and when you get to the smaller things, say, I'm going to set aside an afternoon this week and spend 45 minutes 
doing these three things and getting them done. I mean, we see this all the time. People who have put off a task for three months and it really only took them 10 minutes. It's time to do that because A, you need to do it, but also B, doing it is going to propel you to do more because you'll realize how simple it was. And then on top of that, you'll look at the list and there's some things that actually aren't important. Like you can cross them off and you are basically telling your brain, we've been holding on to this, but we actually don't need to hold on to this anymore. There's no reason. We can get rid of this one. This one does not matter. Like, if there was an ingredient that you keep telling yourself that you need to get at the store, but then you realize you're actually not going to make that recipe, tell your brain, you don't need that seasoning. It's okay. Let it go. Anxiety, different than stress. Stress can turn into anxiety, but it's a whole different ball game and if you're not speaking to a professional or you're not on medication and you're dealing with anxiety on a regular basis I would highly recommend speaking to a professional however no matter how much we want to believe or deny this the motherfucking pandemic has given us all trauma okay we gotta say it who's saying it is everyone saying it we need to acknowledge this that we went through a global trauma and it doesn't matter if it's not affecting your day-to-day life. If you are living in the US but your family's in Canada and you know how hard it is to get back in your country, even if you don't need to be back right now, just knowing that you don't have easy access to your family is a minute stress. And it might not seem like a big deal when you're getting mad at drivers on your drive to work, but like, little things come out in other ways you know we we project and it's just there's so much that we've had to deal with that i really think that people who are not normally anxious are suddenly so anxious i really don't think we've given ourselves enough credit for how traumatizing this was on a universal level it's horrible um so i just really think that it's interesting to watch a generation of people who were raised thinking that they were going to do this and this and this and this to getting to a point where they're like, I just need to relax. I just need to chill. Like, I don't think I've really properly felt okay in years. And that's crazy. It's like we just go back and forth, a lot of us, from like exclamation points everywhere, anxiety to numbness, where it's just, you know, TV's on, phone's in hand, um we're stoned and full (laughs) it's just like okay I feel nothing now like I guess I'm relaxed but no like pure deep breaths and knowing that we're gonna be okay and not needing to numb ourselves out would really help us relax also it's winter you know let's not forget that it's frigid unless you're listening from Australia or another country where it's really warm right now uh or Florida, you know, somewhere down south. Okay, <laughs> I don't need to clarify anyone that's in the warmth, but right now, if it's cold where you are, know that that's having an impact. And this is not to give you all excuses for your anxiety and feeling stressed and feeling overwhelmed, but they are things to take into account. And these aren't excuses to stop you from living your life and having a good time, and they shouldn't be impacting others around you that's where it's a problem it's already bad enough when your situation is inflicting upon yourself 
like your anxiety is ruining how you spend your time throughout the day but then when your anxiety is ruining how your mom spends her day red flag let's sit out and fix this so i really think what a lot of us need is to eliminate all these distractions slow down clear our space i mean throw some stuff away for god's sake i mean how much stuff do we have that we do not need and i mean that in like i said digitally but also physically but also emotionally i let go of some of those friends that you don't need you only have so much energy in a day and there are good friends all around this world it is not worth it to have a bad friend and if you yourself are being the bad friend let let your friend go you know almost do them a service and don't torture them if they need a lot more than you can give them you might want to be the bigger person and just let them free you know someone that you know you're taking your baggage out on and they're such a good person so they're putting up with it let them go they you don't deserve them and that's also a hard pill to swallow but a lot of you were talking about friendships ending friendships not giving being a bad friend having bad friends and it's really just time let this be your sign if and you know <laughs> if you're thinking about whether or not you should keep someone as a friend and it's been an ongoing process for months a year multiple years let this be your sign also if y'all are feeling stale on a final topic before we get into your questions try something new that's my advice for if you're feeling a little stale you feel like you're too stuck in the routine sign up for a trapeze class wear a funky outfit kiss someone at the bar you know go to a museum okay now it's time for your questions first question i'm going to answer is from elsa de corte and she asked her tips on being more extroverted just be generally a little bit more friendly when you're going through your day make small talk with the cashier with the secretary with the bus driver just people that you're encountering throughout the day don't go to the big leagues and talk to the person that intimidates you the most uh just work up your social battery and work up your conversation skills and it's literally a muscle and it'll only get stronger and then you'll just get used to it and you're more capable of being a little bit more out there also if you find yourself wanting to say something and then being too afraid to say it work on speaking your mind in you know within reason no need to be like rude but i just mean in a loving friendly outgoing way mary m hool asked for favorite meal to cook at home right now so i don't know if you guys have ever tried field roast sausages they're plant-based but i would recommend them to anyone and i recently discovered their mexican chipotle flavor so i will get a pan heat it with oil and then add in sliced mushrooms and a sliced shallot and then crumble in the field roast sausage and then saute all of that and pour an egg over top and make a scramble so good and then i'll put hot sauce on top and then have an english muffin with it i've had that for breakfast i've had it for lunch i've had it for dinner sophie underscore sturt sert asked how to forget about an ex-best friend no need to forget they're a part of your past especially if they were a best friend um if you're trying to forget my guess would be that you were betrayed or there was some large incident some sort of blow up that ended the friendship but first you need to get to a neutral position i talk about this constantly 
finding neutrality before we can find like positivity um finding neutrality before we can properly like move on and forget something where it becomes not painful at all (sighs) take a little deep breath about it find healthy distractions other things to think about so you're not stressing about this one person uh, and not giving this so much of your energy and it will become less important you have to make other things in your life more important and then it will become neutral and slowly but surely it will become a healed part of your past lydia handy c said if you're stuck in life how do you get unstuck piece of paper pen time to evaluate write it all out and then read it, see where you are, see where your problems are, see what you can fix. I'll share, yeah, okay, I'm going to share something kind of personal. So I booked a two-week trip to California, and it was really only supposed to be one week, but my friend convinced me to extend it for another week, and I just am not excited. I am excited now, but I wasn't excited, and I needed to figure out why, So what I did is I got my notebook and my pen and I wrote down every reason that I thought I didn't want to go to California and I wrote money, question mark, and then I wrote, I have the money, then I wrote time, question mark, I have the time, then I wrote sponsors, you know, like am I going to mess up my brand deals, and I wrote that can be arranged ahead of time, you have already booked tickets, you can schedule around them, then I wrote... (laughs) don't have good luggage (laughs) and it was like your dad said that he would buy you a suitcase for Christmas once you picked it out like you know where your brain's just like is this why I'm stressed and then I wrote family ding 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 you aren't excited about going to California because when you were in California you got the call that your mother passed away and that's why it's so triggering to go back there because you were there and your life shattered But I wrote that my family wants me to go out and my family would want me to have fun and my mom would want me to have fun too. She would be like, no, that's so silly. Like, you should go out and see your best friends and and go on this road trip and and have a good time just because I just know, oh, I miss her. Fuck. Okay. And just know that she would want me to go and she would want me to have fun. So... If you're stuck in your life, how do you get unstuck? Writing it all down and figuring it out. Like, that was just... I was stuck on why I wasn't excited. And then I figured it out. Um, But also, if you're feeling just a little stale, like, if that's what you mean, you're feeling a little stuck in this routine, do something crazy. Something healthy crazy, you know? I was talking about my trapeze lesson to my friend and her boyfriend, and her boyfriend told me that he went to clown camp. So funny. What a funny way to spend a week. I mean, he was a kid, but still. Something that's going to get you out of your world. Clown camp could do it. Be creative. Find something weird to do. RD Foods asked, do you believe in God? I definitely believe in more than the physical realm and um, more than my five senses can perceive. I don't believe, as many of us don't, about like white man in the sky, but I definitely know there's so much more going on that I have no idea about. Francis India 5 asked for my favorite kind of ice cream. You're talking to a girl who really loves so many different ice cream flavors. As of recently, I've been getting this chocolate peanut butter cup ice cream, 
and it's hitting at this spot. I'm going through a chocolate peanut butter phase. Oof. The Hannah White. This feels personal, but what on this podcast isn't personal. As what's my attachment style? It was avoidant, but through years of therapy, I'm almost entirely secure. Thumbs up and smile. The who.jpg asked, have I ever experienced a brand paying me super late or never paying? How did you handle it? Oh, for sure I've handled both. And how did I handle it? I just focus on making more money if, if it's the situation of knowing that I'm not getting paid. Because I've only ever not gotten paid once. And that was because the brand filed for bankruptcy, even though the brand is very much still like in stores and online with billboards in Times Square. So that's a little frustrating when I'm like, really? You couldn't pay like a tiny creator, like her little chunk of money. Uh, and I know that I got out easy because I had another friend who had been owed like over $100,000 from this brand and then he never got it because they filed for bankruptcy. Whereas in my case, far less. And if they're paying late, I'm so used to it. I'm so prepared for me not to get paid for a job until three to five months after. I know how to save my money. I know what money is incoming when, and now it's on rotation. So it's like, even if I did a job that I won't be getting paid for a few months, this month I will still be getting paid for jobs from a few months ago. Like I'm on, I'm still on a regular system where every month I will be getting paid. They just might be from older jobs. So you just have to have good spending habits. And then in terms of taking the L, try not to be bitter about it and focus on making a new bag. Ooh, interesting. I think I can answer this. Manex Mellow asked, Hey Lexi, it's so cute that you addressed me. How do you tell someone that you don't have the energy for a conversation because you're healing? I think you really just said it. <laughs> I don't have the energy for this conversation because I'm healing. I, I hope there's another friend in your life that you can talk to about this. I just really don't have the emotional bandwidth right now. I also saw this thing online where if your friend is down in the dumps about something to ask them if they want to talk about it a distraction or to have space and i think that's such a good set of questions to ask your friend because depending on the situation depending on the person they're going to want different things and it's such a way to give them an out if they want to talk about it or they don't want to talk about it or they don't even want to be around anyone and then in terms of not having the energy to talk about something, I think it's also nice to, like I said on the other end, to ask your friends like before you dump on them if they have the space to listen to you. Because sometimes it's not the time. We all have problems. One of you could be really upset about an argument that you had with your boss and you call your friend about it, but you don't know that your friend just walked in on her, her sister relapsing. So it's like she might just like not be in the space to listen to you talk about a little tiff that you had with your boss. So it's nice to be like, hey, can I vent? And it's also important to be honest, if you can't, to say, I would love to, but today is not the day. I can't. Man Sipatel asked for favorite recommendation you like to give. What do I love to recommend? I love to recommend Partners Coffee. I love to recommend reading The Secret History. Currently, my favorite restaurant to recommend is The Boucherie in Union Square. And this podcast. (laughs) 
And if you like this podcast, feel free to go to the podcast app and give it a rating or a nice review. It means a lot to me. I really enjoy reading through them. I'm going to end this episode off right here. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you got something out of it. I myself, I'm afraid I'm going to beat myself up about this episode and be like, you didn't do it well enough, but who knows? I will see you guys again next week. Take care. XOXO, Lexi. Mm -hmm.